COVID-19 in this bitch. I think you cut out there, but Matt just said COVID-19 in this bitch. COVID-19 2020. This is how we do. This Coming the, to you from the, the quarantine. The quarantine special. <laughs> the uh, social distancing. Luckily, we are further than six feet apart. We are much more than six feet apart. We are 1,800 miles apart. Yes. <laughs> but that was not supposed to be the case. Yeah, I know. I was supposed to be sitting right there, right by you. But everything, the world is like on fire. The The human race is, is threatened. And so it you is. can't sit down. It would it's be right irresponsible. Reminded me of that show, Last Man on Earth. I never watched that. It seemed too like, weird. It was very weird. But like every, the whole world raced up, died from some disease, and only like a handful of people were immune to it. And now they're all together. And Will Forte is at max cringe. He is very good at that. Oh God, he's a master of cringe. He's like the best cringe comedian since Michael Scott. And I say Michael Scott and not Steve Carell, because Michael Scott was hauntingly real. Uh, oh, yeah. Big time. Michael I'm Scott thinking. fucked up my dad's head in high school. Because <laughs> he you was the boss. Yeah, when I was in high school. Because he was the boss at his place, and he was so nervous that he came across as Michael Scott and he felt so offended by it. And he was just like, I hate this one, one time for Christmas, I got him a stocking stuffer, the world's <laughs> best boss mug. Oh. And mysteriously, it ended up breaking later that day while he was doing the dishes. Oh, you fucked his life up. <laughs> you fucked up that man's career. I didn't do it. I what just thought son. it was funny. I was <laughs> I went I had been to New York and I went to the NBC studio and I went to the gift shop and bought him that and then he broke it later that day. <laughs> Accidentally, obviously. Yeah, I, I absolutely. He did not mean to break that. So I've been watching a lot of the office. That's what's <laughs> <laughs> This is actually my first day on like full quarantine because my working. position, my position was not eliminated at the restaurant. Yeah. Uh, front of house management staff yeah, is still working because we're doing right. deliveries. Do you have to do the deliveries or do you, is it all Grubhub? And oh shit? no, it's still, yeah, it's still the same old, the same couriers. Yeah. They're just taking like, they're all same wearing rubber and Yeah. Well, you know, the Grubhub, the relay guys don't bother me. It's fucking caviar and Postmates driver. Postmates. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> it's like dealing with the scum of the fucking universe. Like, I'm who? sorry, Postmates drivers, but holy shit. Yeah, there goes, there goes a future sponsorship. Huh? They said there goes a future sponsorship, but honestly, <laughs> that's fine with me. Just because <laughs> I've had to deal with so many shitty Postmates drivers. It's just like, what is what is uh, step one? You're a scumbag. <laughs> Are you a scumbag? <laughs> Are you looking to make restaurant employees' lives a living hell? Do you, you have the make... inability to wait two and a half minutes for a bag to come from the back of house to the front of house before you run away yelling? <laughs> then you're perfect for Postmates. <laughs> Do you only know swear words and insults in English? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck you fuck you what the fuck is a man chop chop <laughs> oh oh you chop chop me did you just oh. chop chop me i had a guy chop chop me once and i turned around and i said what did you just say to me and he said what well, nothing man just i need to put the order in and i was just like huh you just said chop chop didn't you and he goes uh come on and I was just like, just say, did you say it? Like I got into an argument with him and, and, uh, and then I looked around and I did literally everything else I could have possibly done before I put his order in. 
I like <laughs> I ran dishes back to the dish pit as a bartender. <laughs> this is at like go take some drink orders in the fifties. Yeah, this is like at like seven forty five too. Like super oh, busy. Jesus. I got the bar sparkling clean, and then I was like, "All right, man, I'll take your order." And he was so ups. It was so I was such a piece of shit. I don't work there anymore. <laughs> it's, but it's like, you know, who's in control in the scenario? Like we are. And you don't tip me at all. Like I get all this does is take me away from my customers. It is only an inconvenience. That is yeah. it. Like, and so you are last priority. I don't care if that offends you. I understand that you're in a hurry, but like <laughs> there was no incentive for the restaurant to do a good job, honestly. Yeah. I just thank God that Postmates has moved away from the the person putting in the order. Oh, they have. Now, yeah, now it's tablet based. Which so y'all went ahead and bought into that. That was smart. Yeah, I very remember smart. They wouldn't. They wouldn't buy into that because we had already had like fifty other tablets, and they were like, "We just don't want another fucking tablet." I'm like, working off six tablets. Yeah. Wow. Jesus Dude, Christ. I got Grubhub, Caviar, DoorDash, Postmates. Uh, Uber Eats, and there's one more that nobody ever fucking uses, so it just sits there and dies after a while. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because like it, it's the one that stays on no matter what, so it yeah. dies in like an hour and a half. So I have to like go plug it in. I'm complaining about minuscule bullshit, but like nobody ever uses it. I've got like three orders on it in the past week. That's funny. It's fucking nuts, man. It's fucking crazy. But that's been my life. Yesterday, I just sat up at the bar at Upper East Side, and I had my laptop, and I had all the tablets next to me, and I was just bullshitting. I just watched YouTube videos. The night before last, when I was set up at the bar at Union Square, I, like, talked to my mom on the phone for an hour and a half. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. I talked to Greg for, like, 30 minutes last night. Yeah, That's just put in orders. Wow. Yeah, uh, I I went around and tried to drive for Uber, like disinfecting my car every 20 minutes and doing all that shit. But literally yesterday, in like five hours, I made $7. Oof. And it was just like, this is not worth it. Um, time to go home and figure some shit out. I'm going to apply to Amazon. Apparently they're doing like, call based hiring right now what is it is it like customer Basically service call center yeah cu- customer service call center shit but Oof. it's like guaranteed 40 hours a week 15 bucks an hour yeah and then they're like it's probably going to get up to 60 hours a week and you'll get time and a half obviously and it's just a temporary some, position but whatever i don't know money in your pocket something and it's at the house yeah, which is good for this yeah. scenario for for COVID nineteen twenty twenty. Yep. Who knew that this would be the campaign against Trump and not some other fucking white dude? But I feel like we should right? just make political signs and say COVID nineteen twenty twenty, like <laughs> like like just just like bumper stickers and this is what's gonna take him out because he's COVID gonna do Corona twenty twenty doing such a like demonstratively bad job of handling it. And he absolutely, Oh, we're going fucking full conspiracy right now, Matt. It's not oh, even a conspiracy. It, it happened. It's proved, it proved to be, ha- to have happened that he uh, stopped us from getting, getting tests because he didn't want people to test positive because that would look bad in his reelection uh, bid. And it would also make the stock market tank, which would hurt his reelection bid. So he kept people from getting tested for purely those reasons and just you know, allowed the, 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 the virus to spread. I know so many people who have stories of like, yeah, my boss was like sick with this thing and they thought it was the flu, but it didn't seem as serious for like two weeks. And then, it, then he was just fine. But we don't know what it was. I've heard so many stories like that and it's like, Oh my God, 
my friend Emily, I mean, I'm not going to say her name. One of my friends regularly travels to China. I already said her name. Um, <laughs> one of my friends, uh, one of my friends regularly travels to China for work. Obviously, she is not doing that and has not been doing that for a minute. But you just never know. You don't know when we don't really know when it started. At least I don't as a, you know, person that's yeah. listening to the news. I don't know when it started. I know it was some point last year. Right. Yeah. It was discovered last year. That's why it's 19. Right. But like, and as somebody like I live in the financial district, yeah. I live in a fight in a fight. I apartment. Yeah. You live like, on top of garbage, just full of viruses. Well, uh, no, I mean, that's way down on under the ground. You're, You're talking about on a garbage mountain. You're <laughs> on a garbage mountain of heroin needles and oh, no, used condoms. 1700s garbage. Oh, yeah. Even worse. <laughs> but no, what I'm getting at is I live in a building full of people that travel to Asia and Europe like constantly. Constantly. Work. Yeah. So it's like touching the buttons in the elevators got me a little. Nyeh. Even though been, I give my building staff credit, they've cleaned the living dog shit out of this place yeah. over the last couple of weeks. There probably is some living dog shit out here. Dude, the tree is New York and everything is dog shit over there. Everybody is like afraid to walk like within a few outside of a few blocks of the building. So all the trees around the building just reek of dog piss because they're just like getting their dogs out there pissing in one spot and then getting back in the building i'm like guys don't go lick any poles you're gonna be fine you can walk your dog three blocks that's truly disgusting yeah you know that new york always smells like urine right not i mean yes it does really don't not really your nose blind to it no maybe nose blind to it i've lived here for almost seven it always smells like urine (laughs) <laughs> well, people piss. So you know what you, everybody's what got pee. You are describing it must just be a cloud of piss. It's yeah, and it's like a pig notably from, dog piss. Like 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 a Charlie Brown character pig pen just cloud of mist of dog piss. Yes. And you know, Jeff, you know what I'm talking about. Like, it's and very I'm, unmistakably dog piss. I mean, yeah. Uh, we have three dogs at the house, tiny you know backyard. That's what I'm saying. I know you Ugh. know. <laughs> it's backyard. got a very specific, pungent odor to it. And you walk out the back door of my building and it just punches you in the fucking face. I can only imagine how it would feel to me as I've been away for a while now. Like, what would, <laughs> like, what would this possibly this would just probably give me COVID nineteen. This would give me COVID twenty. COVID twenty. It would be the a new, new strain. The, the dog new would improve. The dog piss strain. They call it <laughs> dog piss flu. That's a great album name. Dog piss flu. Yeah. What kind of music would dog pl- piss flu be? That's like a Dread Zeppelin album. <laughs> it's not rock. It's not country. It's not hip hop. It's everything. Yeah. yeah. It's reggae. It's reggae. <laughs> With it. <laughs> <laughs> it's reggae. <laughs> With an Elvis impersonator as the singer. This is. Have you ever listened to Dread Zeppelin? No, I have no you, fucking clue what you're talking about. Oh, dude, this is a real. Be- all right, all right, all right. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Oh Lord, he's. For those of you who can't see. He's setting up his microphone, which those of you can't see, that's all of you. He's setting up his microphone. I do believe he's about to play me some Dread Zeppelin. He just fixed his headphones. We're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. It's our only guarantee. To pass the time, I suggest you listen to me. It's the Matt on Matt podcast. Recommends Dread Zeppelin. Dread Zeppelin, dude. So Dread Zeppelin has this legendary album. I forget what it's called, but you can look it up very easily. It's their only good one. And so it's like <laughs> going to be the first one that pops up on on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you find them. They are this band from the 90s that played um, Led Zeppelin covers as a reggae band with an Elvis impersonator as the lead singer. And it is cool as shit music. 
Like it rocks. It rocks, dude. Well, I found him. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> yeah. They they had their they they had their moment. Is it this one? Yes. Here, let's so. play it. Let's let's see what it sounds like. Well, I don't want to get our, I don't want to get their shit taken down. We're not making any money off this, so they're not going to take it down. I don't know if that's it. Let me pull up what I got. Yeah, buddy, that sounds like uh, 90s dance music. Yeah, that's not it. That's not the right album. Here's what oh, I'm talking I think about. here it is. It's all the, yeah, the top ten, the top songs. Nine, yeah, it's called Unleaded. Yeah. Here. Can you hear that? Oh, yeah. This shit, right? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I think yeah. we hit the 30 second mark on that. 30 seconds. <laughs> don't forget. 30 yeah. seconds. Oh, right, right. Where, what was that? I can look. It was easily not more than 30 yeah, seconds. Yeah, that was fine. That was fine. Yeah. Isn't that shit good, though? Oh, dude, that shit was great. I'm in. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm. I'm going to take a walk later. I'm going to chance the COVID-19 and take a little walk down to the seaport and walk yeah. around and listen to some fucking, uh, listen to some of that. <laughs> and I heard that Elvis impersonator come in. I was like, oh yeah. And now we're that's, fucking. <laughs> that, that's the kind of music I grew up on. My dad would play dad, that for Frank me. Zappa. That Frank Zappa, the toadies. This is the shit my dad would play for me on the way to daycare when I was in like kindergarten and it's some of my like first memories. <laughs> Listen to this. Such, you got such a like weird, but weirdly awesome dad. <laughs> it's like, it's like people are like, why do you like experimental theater and avant-garde art so much, Matt? It's like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know, going, my dad driving me to school was, you know, more mainstream, but still cool. You know, it was like Johnny cash. Yeah. But that's, definitely still uh, more mainstream. But still, you know, Johnny's dope. Yeah, we but didn't play any of that fucking Christian pussy normal. shit. We were worshiping Satan on the way to on down I thirty <laughs> every morning, worshiping singing about Satan. singing about vampires and stalking women. Worshiping Satan. Meanwhile, y'all go. Your parents go to church every Sunday. Oh, dude, we would go to church twice on Sundays when I was in youth group. I don't think my dad's ever stepped foot in a church if he wasn't forced to. <laughs> so religious growing up. They're still oh, pretty Lord. religious. They are still they still go to church. I do not. But no religion in my house growing up. That's crazy. I can't believe that. Yeah, dad didn't trust them. Thought they were well. Also, so I've had this discussion with Andrea many times. Um, y'all come from very different communities than me. Yeah, and I'm not shitting on my community. But the religious people in my community that I grew up in tended to be really bad people. Oh, yeah, sure. Where like a lot of the people that I've met at because I've gone to church with Andrew. We've gone to church with Andrew's parents a few times. Yeah, they're cool, right? Yeah, they're cool people. Like they're actually not bad people. I'm like, yeah, I had a completely different experience than than y'all. I'm assuming you, but I know for sure Andrea had a completely different experience growing up in the church than I did with the church people from my hometown. I got so involved in our church. Like I was, uh, and it it really made me very cynical about it at a very young age. And I feel like I got too involved. Like I just got, and there was all of this like controversy whenever we were, whenever I was in high school about like how much money we were spending and how much debt we were going into and like versus like our membership and then I learned like everyone was super racist. Fancy. Like, well, 
not super racist, but like, but racist would, enough to where it's per, where it's racist. <laughs> yeah, where you where it's like they wouldn't reach out to anybody within our neighborhood. Nobody that went to our church really lived nearby. Oh, okay. Yeah. They just really didn't believe in, like, an immediate community outreach. And I learned that because I became, like, the youth – because I was in youth group for an extra year because I skipped a grade in Sunday school because I was such a fucking Bible nerd. And I was like – Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Holy shit, man. Yeah. (laughs) You're really destroying your reputation. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is this is the backstory, dude. I used to preach. Oh my god! Yeah, dude. <laughs> you're like you're like Zach's. You're like Zach Stella. You're like Stella. It's all, it's all coming out. <laughs> do you remember Stella? Yes, the, I do. I remember Stella. Do you Our, know Zach, her backstory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, there um, was a there was a piece done on him. We're gonna, he, yeah. he, Presented it the the piece of Zachary. Yeah, uh, Stella is he wouldn't mind the promotion because he's uh, yeah, yeah. a drag queen. So Stella Artois, Stella Artois is she. Sure that's that's the drag queen. Right. And then Zachary is the man that we know. Yeah, he, um, he, he a, was he, way. He explained to me that there was a distinct difference between the two people. Yeah, um, anyway. NBC News online yeah, did know. a piece about him and his I background. Know. And I was I didn't know this until like a year ago. OK, relax. OK, <laughs> but I'm explaining this to the people. But like he to the people out there, Matt, obviously, you already know this. He was raised heavy in the church and like would preach and like was like proponent of like conversion and all this stuff. And then he was just like, hold on. I'm gay. <laughs> And he moved to New York City and created this great drag queen character, Stella. <laughs> he was way deeper than me. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. He it's was just... like living there and doing shit like that. Like, like they were like he was like we 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 were religious, but we, but like I wasn't living there. You know what yeah. I mean? And I was still like a lot of the people that I misbehave with the most were all my church friends. Oh yeah. My school friends, I was going to school to Catholic school. Catholic kids are fucking like pussies. Like they don't, like, they don't, they'll, they'll break the rules a little. And the ones that will break rules are completely reckless and like dangerous. But like the kids that I would like, you know, rat paper, like TP people's houses with, you know, ding dong ditch, race. I snuck out of Zach Jones's house once. You know, that was all church people. Yeah, all church people. And so a gentleman that we know, I won't attach his name immediately to this because I don't know if he wants this known broadly. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. um, A gentleman that we both know uh, at church camp at Baylor University with First Baptist Church of Texas City. I don't mind attaching their name. They can kiss my ass. Um, It sounds like it's about to be real sexy. Him and another person. They thought they'd, you know, take a golf cart and just drive it around campus. <laughs> Not what got them banned from First Baptist Church for life. Um, what got them banned was they decided to jump a hill and they <laughs> crashed it. And they got sent home and were asked to never come back. Now, let's fast forward, we'll say 10 years where drunk community college students <laughs> and person in question i know who this is i think (laughs) yeah you do person in question tells other person in question to pull the car into the first baptist church parking lot proceeds to while drinking a long neck bottle of beer chug his beer take a piss on the building and then he broke his beer bottle on the church sign oh my god turned to us and screamed god fuck the baptists (laughs) Classy. Tell me, oh, does this is this person kind of an idiot when he drinks? Aren't we all? You know what I'm talking about, Matt. Aren't we? <laughs> God Love knows it. I'm 
<laughs> love him. Love, love him. Love him. Love this you know, guy. Yeah. Banned for life from First Baptist Church. That's pretty good, man. I mm-hmm. uh, That's pretty good. I, they, we only banned one dude, and it was because he was definitely kind of a pedophile. Oh, fancy. Yeah. I love it's, it. It's one guy's dad. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I won't say, that's all I'll say about that. Anyway. Um, that, <laughs> Some dude's dad. <laughs> um, yeah, so what else you been up to? Works good. <laughs> I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to change gears. We're dropping into third. <laughs> dropping into third, baby. Let's get rolling. Works good. I mean, outside of work, obviously, haven't been doing much. I think the last time I went out was like four or five days ago, and then everything closed up. Uh, yeah. Me, me, and Kyle went right. to Dead Rabbit. had a had some stellar cocktails. Oh, I missed that place. Oh, it's so good. You'll go. We'll go when you come back to the city. We'll go. Sure, absolutely. Um, they also got great food too, by the way. Really? I've never oh, eaten there. Oh I'm yeah, only- you, go up, you go upstairs. It's the dining room. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not big, but it's got, you know, it's a dining room. Remember when we saw that fight? Which one? Oh, my God. Yeah, the lesbian. <laughs> yeah, those two chicks. <laughs> a fucking lesbian fight? That was amazing. Right next to us, like, just throwing huge fucking, like, uh, huge bumps. swings. Like, just... <laughs> Just fucking getting it, dude. Like literally right next to Rami. And but like not hitting Rami, but just it was so funny to me. Because guys, okay, so for those of you who have never been, the Dead Rabbit is this awesome cocktail bar bar in the in the financial district, Manhattan. And it is tight quarters. Oh, and that's selling short. <laughs> yeah, like it is so cramped. It is like purposefully uncomfortable, but they have like this huge cocktail list and everything there is fucking delicious. And it's a great scene. Like, like there's this, it's a fucking cool spot. And, yeah, I mean, um, it was ranked number one bar in the world, like three yeah. years in a row. It's, it's a great place. Yeah. It's, and it's just, it's got sawdust on the floor, you know, everything's great. And so for the fact that a fight broke out while we were in there directly next to us and that we didn't catch any of the fucking like blows. Yeah, that's uh, that's a New York ninja right there. You know what I mean? Oh, that's yeah. a real that's a, that was the night of the fart, I believe. The night, that was the night of the fart. That <laughs> night started with the fart and ended with lesbian throwdown. Yeah, we, we that learned was that, a like, great day. Great to day. Be Great and fucking, day. The fucking uh, lesbian throwdown is going on right behind Rami. And you know him. He's like so chill about everything. Yeah. He like turns around and looks at him and goes, are those lesbians fighting? <laughs> <laughs> and then we talked to one of them afterwards and she's just like, yeah, that girl just got real attached to me. I don't know why. She's like, yeah, we hooked up once, but that was it. It's like, oh, so you're <laughs> manipulating her. <laughs> She doesn't like it. And then, like, remember, we the girl that got beat up, we, like, snuck her into a cab because the girl, the other girl was, like, waiting outside. Yeah, yeah, we did do that. And then the cops came and, like, got mad at us for letting the witness get away oh, or something yeah. like that. <laughs> well, you let the victim get away, guys. Thanks a lot. Yeah. We're just, we're just like, she wanted to leave. And we protected her on the way to a cab. <laughs> Great what do you day. want from me? I'm not going to hold somebody against their will. That's your job. Yeah, that's, I believe we'd be having a different conversation if they've kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's called false imprisonment. God damn, what a day that was. For yeah. everybody that doesn't know, we went to the Whitney. This is famous on the podcast, I think. You think so? The fart? Yeah. We yeah, we talked about it. I think. Oh, yeah, you're right. The we did we talked the, about the anniversary of the fart. We talked about it. Right, right. I farted at the Whitney. That's the story. <laughs> On an old man. <laughs> I didn't know he Matt was there. I thought it was going to be a creeper. <laughs> Matt thought it was, was going to be a creeper, and it was a burn. <laughs> it was a foghorn. It was something else. <laughs> it was not what I thought it was going to be. 
That was easily one of the best days in my New York City life. Yeah, I mean, was phenomenal. We we went and got like shitty Mexican food. I remember yeah. at that at that Texas theme place in Greenwich Village. Yes. So weird. It's like Pee Wee. So it's weird. like a Pee Wee's Playhouse version of a Texas restaurant in Greenwich Village. West like next, Village too. Yeah, like, the West like, Village, like West. Like like <laughs> it like like there's you know Chanel. There's there's you know all these department stores. The Rag and Bone and Chain the, Hotel. Yeah, <laughs> the Gansevoort. And then a Texas themed. It's like barbecue and Tex-Mex. Yeah. Dive and literally, And it literally looks like it's out of like Pee Wee's Playhouse. They have yeah. all these like mannequins dressed up as cowboys and like it's just so silly. And it's like super popular down there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're in Greenwich like, Village. They have to be making money. If there's, there's always a wait. <laughs> Good God. People are so fucking weird. <laughs> I know, right? It's just well, we like, ain't there. <laughs> I had a good time. I've eaten there yeah. twice. I had Pretty a great good. time. They also they have Lone Star, you know, yeah. and it's yeah. like three dollars a Lone Star. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, that was dope. That was really the main reason why I was like, let's go to this place, brother. It was serve. It, it was good. It was you know, I wouldn't say it was like groundbreaking cuisine, but it was serviceable. Yeah, I mean, I'm not shitting on it. It's just, it's just random as hell. Yeah, it's really what, I, what it boils down to. But you know what? I'm what state? I'm glad to have flowing through my veins right now. What's that? Country roads take me home to the place. Oh shit! I love. Yeah, it. well done, dickhead. Country roads. state without COVID-19. <laughs> really? It's the yeah, only dude. state without it. It's also an incredibly impoverished state with bad health care. So I bet that that's just like a thrown statistic. But right now it's the only place that doesn't have any. Well, there you officially. go. And that's and that I'm, and I'm 100% mountaineer flowing through nah. these states. No, baby. Matt Butterfield is the product of two West Virginians mm-hmm. who have very different upbringings. <laughs> <laughs> but they both went to WVU. Morgantown. Dude, have and you ever been to them Morgantown? Have you ever been to no, Morgantown? I'm, no, my experience with West Virginia was like there's like this one part of an interstate that goes through it for about 20 minutes and then you're in another state. Right. Driving That's through. It. Driving yeah. up to New York. Uh huh. The very first time I drove up here when we were moving here, yeah, almost seven years ago, six and a half years ago. About. Well, I spent my summers in the fucking mountains of West Virginia. Nice. It was awesome. And I won't get very COVID nineteen cool. because of it. Yeah. I got I got, got the ma- I got that mountain blood. You got that hard living running through your veins, brother. This <laughs> sounds like a country song. I got the hard living running through my veins. Exactly. <laughs> See, he knows what I'm talking about. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> what else What's we got? Yeah, Virginia. nothing much. We're just kind of shooting the shit, you know. Yeah, I know. Passing the time while we're stuck in the house. Figured everybody's um, working at home, so we can give you something to something to listen to. Yeah. While you do that. We had a the recording of this episode was significantly delayed today. Yes. First the original time was <laughs> 1 p.m. Eastern time. We started at like 4 p.m. Eastern time because, A, I didn't wake up until 1.15 today. <laughs> I call so, him and it's like, hello. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> I'm a creature of the night, man. I'm a nocturnal person. How late were you up? 5 a.m. Why? Why not? 
Ugh. I'm a day. I'm a, no- I'm a, I'm a daytime I'm a nocturnal guy. being, man. I like being up during the day. I think Neil Neil Diamond said it best. I thank the Lord for the nighttime. Forget the day. Of course, I was up till three o'clock last night, and I still got up at eight today. Weirdo. I just can't sleep late. Really? I can't. I can't sleep early. <laughs> I remember I had to work a double, and I like laid down at eleven p.m. I was like, I'm gonna get some good sleep and get up in the morning. Like three a.m., I'm still tossing and turning. Oof. Yeah, I'm just a nighttime guy. That's just how I'm old. Nighttime tea, bro. You got to stop looking at screens, bro. You got to read a book, dude. I took, Z- gotta- I took I took two tablets of Zquel. I plugged my phone in across the room and, and was you just still like couldn't sleep and turned for four hours, four or five hours. Did you trip balls because of the Zquel? Nah, man. I mean, I was tired. I was like tired, and Ugh. like I drift, I drift into unconsciousness for like. 20 minutes and then wake the fuck back up again. What's keeping you up at night, man? I don't know. I'm not like, it's not like back in the day where I'd stay up all night having like panic attacks when I, back in my old, you know, my old career where yeah. I just stay up all night having panic attacks and nightmares about work. It's definitely not that I'm very, I, I'm you know, pretty happy. I'm having a, you know, a good time. I'm happy with the way things are going right now. Uh, I just don't sleep. I just don't sleep until late. It's I don't know. <sighs> ah. <sighs> ah. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I know. So okay. start drinking. Yeah, I guess I should just start drinking at home. <laughs> I've never been an at home drinker. I've always just been like a super social drinker. Yeah. That's bad advice. Don't just, follow that advice. Maybe it's just start having like a glass or two of red wine. Ooh, wind down. Yeah, wind down. Maybe that'll help. Yeah. Put my ass to sleep. Reading books puts me to sleep, bro. Oh, yeah. Part of the reason why I was up till three last night is because I, like, laid down and I finished a chapter that was, like, 20 minutes long in Game of Thrones. And then Mm -hmm. I was just, like, comatose. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Like, it was like I blinked and four hours went by. And I woke up totally refreshed, totally wide awake, and it was like eleven ten p.m. Oh my god! Yeah. What what point in the Game of Thrones book are you up to now? I'm in the fifth book, and I'm thirty three percent of the way through. So what is that in terms? Like I've only seen the show. So, so like, the books where, are different. Okay. There's this character named Young Griff in the books. That mm-hmm. does not exist in the show. Okay. And young Griff is um, Rhaegar Targaryen's kid for all I know right now. I gotcha. As opposed to our boy Jon Snow. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. But maybe Jon Snow is also his son still. Because it's kind of iffy about there's still questions about Rhaegar's relationship with Lyanna. Oh, okay. He's still so Rhaegar. 30, fifth book and you're thirty three percent of the way through. Yeah. Dang dog. Tyrion Lannister has fled and is now looking to go get to Daenerys. Daenerys? Yeah, whatever her name is. Daenerys. It's Daenerys. It's Daenerys. Daenerys? Daenerys. We're talking about Daenerys Targaryen? Yeah, it's Daenerys. Breaker of Chains, Mother of Dragons? It's Daenerys. It's 200% Daenerys. I'm not wrong on this one. (laughs) (laughs) I've been saying it wrong. (laughs) Shit. <laughs> old Darenese. Darenese. I can't wait to see what old Darenese does. <laughs> see it. Well, okay, so the the little man is headed her way. He just killed gotcha. his dad. Ah, uh, okay, so yeah, I gotcha. That's where you are. He's about to get Sam in the box. Has crossed, 
Sam has crossed the ocean with gotcha. Maester Aemon and and Gilly, and Maester Aemon died. Um, Arya is waiting to be really accepted into the many-faced temple people. Okay, she's kind of like she's kind of like living there, but not really involved yet. Okay. She's the girl, know, lost a girl her still name. has a name. She doesn't have a name, but she's working on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, fancy. And and um, so I don't really remember, or I don't even think I watched. Did Leanna? Not Leanna. Did um, Ned Stark's wife? I forget her name. Uh, Rob. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Did she come back in the show? No. Okay. So I know, I know that that was a thing that everybody was talking about that she does in the books that they were expecting to happen. And in she the final is season. terrifying. Really? Like she is scary. Cause she was raised back from the dead, like three days after the fact. And so kind of like the all- same way Jon Snow was kind of, but in a way where she had, Heavily decomposed. Oh, gross. And she is like, she has this big, like, hole in her neck. Like, her neck is split and she can't talk. She just, it just flaps and, and growls. And she just goes around brutally murdering every fray she finds. Oh, man. I wish that would have been in the fucking with all show. Of, with all of Don, not Dondarian. Yeah, Don, Dondarian's. Um, men, all of those outlaws. Yeah. Oh, and dude, she's called, she's hot. She's, she's called lady Stoneheart. Fuck after she yeah. comes back, she's super scary. Oh, let's fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. They like, it's a missed opportunity in the show. Big yeah. time. And, and like, they just, uh, they just ran out of money, man. Like HBO was like, we got to wrap this shit up. We can't afford that this really, anymore. That can't be what it was. So Andrea did a shoot for them, and the reason why it was delayed, why season six was delayed, was that they didn't have the money for the fucking show. And that's why it was also fast-tracked and why the season was shorter was just because it, like, the cost of the show was outrageous. Huh. See, I would have thought that they were making so much money off of it, it wouldn't matter. It's a corporation, man. It's not about, (laughs) it's about maximizing profit. They would. I mean, I'm I'm in it too. I'm just saying it's. They would have maximized way more profit if they had just stretched it out for another season and told a slower, better story. They didn't want to spend the money. I mean, Jesus Christ! They they could have been smaller, also. Mm -hmm. Not not have every episode be like some big epic fucking like stupid thing. Get a lot of shit for it, but like. Really, they were they were handcuffed with a lot of things. And I also didn't have as much of a problem with season six as a lot of people did. Like season a lot six of six wasn't as bad, but like or is it season eight. Six, whatever eight, eight. My bad. Season eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't have a big as big a problem with it as a lot of people did. Like a lot of people just thought that Daenerys's heel turn was jumping the shark. And I thought it made total fucking sense. I thought that's where she's been. I thought for like five years of this, she's definitely going to become a fucking ruthless dictator. It only makes sense to me. I I thought I knew that that was going to happen, but I wish it had just been done slower and with a little bit better motivations. Like I, I don't, I didn't really believe that she was cornered yet. Like I think it was a I, cornering thing. I think it was, she was a fucking evil. She was bloodthirsty. And like that had been, more than proven out over a multi-year period that she was just a bloodthirsty monster. No, I don't agree at all. Don't. I mean, I believe that like she was ambitious and ruthless for Mm -hmm. sure, but I wouldn't say that she was motivated by murder. Like she was. Yeah. Okay. Maybe the wrong phrasing, maybe not bloodthirsty. But definitely power hungry. She, oh, well, yeah. And, and what ruthless. better way to prove that you're not to be fucked with than to burn a populace? Yeah, I guess. 
I mean, obviously that's where they went and where I, I mean, I didn't really have a, a problem with the heel turn, but I just thought like her losing Missandei and then losing her fucking mind after that was just weak. I felt like it would have made more sense if she had truly lost like, like most of the unsullied, like what if the unsullied abandoned her? What if John turned his back on her? What if well, remember she, there was the storyline that she was John? afraid. There was a storyline that she was afraid that John was going to choose his sis- his sisters over her. Yeah, but like it wasn't. There wasn't I, yeah. enough action behind it. There wasn't enough yeah. uh, real. Like I wish that. I wish that like. Obviously. I don't know. Uh, I'm not like, saying that it was. I'm not saying that it was great and that it was perfect, because it I was fast tracked. But I, I don't think to, it was as bad as everybody says it was. If I if I were to rewrite it, I, I wouldn't have John kill her. I'd have her kill John, and then have like Jamie Lannister kill her. Okay. I mean, I mean that's a, I mean, that's a way to go. Just because I mean, like logically speaking, that's just like the way a war would probably really play out more than, I mean, the, the strongest soldier would be the one to live till the end. And Jamie's the motherfucker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Liter- like kind of literally. Yeah, pretty much. Fucking the mother of his nephews and niece. Uh, Who are his s- children, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> That's the most disgusting thing I've ever, ever Gross. But they're both so hot. <laughs> oh, wait. Who was that? Who said that? Oh, my play got delayed. Yeah. You're, the uh, leeches, Attack of the Mutant Leeches is delayed by a week or two. We don't know yet. So it's delayed. It's not canceled yet? No, it's not canceled. They've already okay, spent good. a bunch of money on it. And, um,. They like they hadn't cast the other shows yet, and oh, so yeah. we're, we're going to be the next thing that goes up. Oh, WrestleMania was one of the latest. Uh, things. Did it go down? It hasn't gone down. So there's this whole thing going on with it. Okay, so it's supposed to be April 5th at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, seventy thousand seat football stadium. The city of Tampa wouldn't officially pull the plug on it, so. Vince had to move it, which does not satisfy his insurance policy. Okay. So what he did was he moved it to the performance center. They're like training facility in Orlando <laughs> and have announced that they're going to do it in front of an empty arena, like just in like a studio, a closed set studio <laughs> show for WrestleMania. Now what he's banking on is that the, that, that move shows that he took effort to mitigate loss. So when the city of Orlando pulls the plug on it from happening, because it'll be a gathering of 50 plus people, then he will have fulfilled all of his contractual obligations with his insurance policy and can collect his insurance policy on the WrestleMania event and all the events surrounding it. And then they're going to re rumor is they're eyeballing rescheduling it for June 7th, Madison square garden. Oh, shit. Yeah. So a massive drop off. It's going to go from 75,000 people to 20,000 people. But it'll also be sick as shit because it's the garden. Yeah. And like it'll be if it happens June 7th, it'll be like the first major event in the city post post quarantine. Everybody will be super jacked. I just imagine the atmosphere will be electric. Yeah. So if that's all what's going on, which has been reported and not not denied by WWE. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, I'm going to spend whatever the fuck it takes to go to that because that's going to be <laughs> sick, bro. Of course the you first are. the first uh, small building WrestleMania in like 15 years. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, That'll be dope. But yeah, everything's uh, everything's everything going down. Everything sucks. Yeah. It's a fucking weird world, man. It is totally wild. It's just it, it the, the uncertainty is what freaks me out the most. Yeah. It's like we're hearing two weeks, we're hearing a month, and then what's-his-face gets up there, and he's like, July or August? And it's like, July or August? July or August for this? Dude, the 
a country can't take that. Yeah. Country's economy can't fucking take this. People's the city, New York City's economy can't take that. Yeah. City will fucking crumble, dude. It's crazy. It's insane. People are just going to have to get fucking sick or they're just going to have to make a fucking vaccine. Like, uh, get off. They got to get going, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not downplaying it at all. It's a no. problem. But they got to get fucking moving. Bottom line. It's just so scary. I mean, I'm aware, I'm more worried about the economic fallout than the actual disease. Me too. I mean, I mean the disease sucks. And it's going to kill. That's a very young person thing to say and possibly inconsiderate to say. But yeah. I also think it's real. Like, I mean, that's the reality of our life. Isn't that? I mean, I, th- I feel like that's a legit worry without being like inconsiderate, possibly. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I, mean, I don't want I don't want people to get sick. I'm not saying that, like, I would rather people be getting sick than the economy be being good. I'm saying the solution, which is to shut down like this because it's our only solution right now. It's necessary to do. But the ripple effect of it is going to be like big, big. Yeah. God fucking awful. God fucking awful. I mean, the the. They gotta, they gotta create a vaccine, and they gotta do it like ASAP. Yesterday, there, yeah, there are pockets of hope. I've heard that like the city of Wuhan has dramatically lowered like their amount of cases. They've had, they had to shut down a hospital because it just it didn't need to exist anymore. I've heard South Korea has lowered its um, um, infected number of infected people dramatically. So there are little pockets of hope. South Korea uh, went to fucking work on it, dude. Yeah. But we but like we're just kind of like sitting on our ass over here in the States. I feel like I feel like the government isn't doing much at all. No, we got Dickie McDouchebag in the White House saying that it's not a big deal. But then also saying that it might like affect us till July or August. But somehow trying to still imply that that's not a big deal. Yeah. It's like, what are you, insane? It's also every yeah. time he talks, that's the, the fucking stock market plunges. Every time he talks. And then whenever they let the, the doctors talk, it goes up a little bit. Yeah. It's like, stop putting a microphone in front of him. Stop, like, stop it. Like, he's <laughs> going to, he's going to crash this ship. I don't know what if people are still just blindly supporting him too. It's insane. And then people are saying like they're just trying to make him look bad with this virus. It's like, no, he just looks bad. He just because doesn't he know sucks. what he's doing. Because he's, this is a, this is a serious position that has a lot of responsibility and everyone that fucking voted for him, I'm sorry. I know we don't get we don't get political, but it's just like like this is the reason why Hillary Clinton was better than him, because mm-hmm. if she was our president right now, there would be, have been a plan two months ago. There would have been actions taken already because she brought up and this was a campaign uh, actually against Obama whenever she primaried him. But she's just like, who do you want picking up the phone at 3 a.m.? Do you want me or do you want this new guy doing it? And it's like, this is the phone call at 3 a.m. This is the time whenever this is why being the president matters. And he has just done so much to try and prove that it doesn't matter that who's in charge. And he's done so much to try and like just just that was his whole campaign was just like, let's watch me take this shit because it sucks. And and it's like, no, it's a real it's a real job. It's not just a figurehead thing. It's not just bullshit. It's real. And yeah. we're, it's like we're totally lost. We're totally out of control. And, and this is our guy. And there are still people that are like he's going to win is what I'm really worried about and really blown away by is that I can just tell he's going to be our the next president. 
Yeah. Like, well, it's like, because there there's a contingent of followers. It's kind of like I compare it favorably to when you're in a cult, you get in so deep that it's just hard to admit that you were wrong. Yeah. There's the people that are the true believers that are just mental, mentally insufficient and can't think. Yeah. And then there's the people who just went way too hard in the paint and they're, they're just afraid to admit that they were wrong. Right. I guess. And I mean, I guess that's what it that is. Fucking chump. Yeah. And then, and then something else will happen. Mm-hmm. God. There's the people that were like, oh, it'll be good for business. Well, it's fucking look at us now. Look at us now. Look we're at, locked like, in our houses and my fucking 401k is down 35%. Dude, tell me about it. I mean, don't tell me about it, but I've heard about it. Fucking terrible, dog. You're, you're welcome. This is Jesus. what you voted for. Fucking this moron. is what. You, yeah. You wanted a wall. No wall. No Fuck wall. And, and the government in there in our country is completely ruined because he didn't want to. Admit that, that this was. Di- yeah. He didn't want to look bad in an election year. Good God. Ugh. Suck my foot. Seen any good movies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't really watched any movies lately. Yeah, I think we we're going to try to do a deep dive. Yeah. Uh, this latest season of Curb Your Enthusiasm has been great. Ooh, I need to get caught up on that. Yeah, dude, it's been real fucking good. I highly, highly, highly suggest it. Get on that shit. Yeah. Yeah. You're All really right. going to dig it, brother. I, uh, I, yeah, like I said, I think I talked about this on the last episode. I left off at the side sitting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, it gets good. I mean, it's, I mean, it starts good. It starts hot. It stays hot. You're going to love it. You're going to absolutely love it. Yeah. The side sitting thing is one of the funniest fucking things they've ever done on that show. <laughs> God, the, Whenever he started wearing the Make America Great Again hat to get out of social settings, that was just <laughs> absolutely incredible. Yeah. What a scumbag. What an absolute piece <laughs> of shit. I mean, he's as big a piece of shit as the type of people that would actually wear those hats. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but he's also a Democrat, so or fucking A. He's or a whatever he is. Like, whatever he is. He's, he's a like, liberal. We'll just yeah, call who- what is what is Larry David? Who does he vote for? He's a Jew from Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. He votes Dem, baby. <laughs> if he votes. I'm sure he does. He's an old man. Yeah, he's rich. He should vote. Oh man. Well I gotta say, this has been uh it's this been. Has been fun. This has been great. This has been a great way to pass the time. Yeah. Where, what, where are we at? It's not longer. We'll start doing daily podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I know. Where are we at on time? 58 minutes. About time to wrap it up. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. Unless you got anything else you want to. No, just stay, stay tuned. Follow me on Twitter, Twitter field for more announcements about the show at the pocket sandwich theater. Stay home. Watch some stupid movies. Try and get, you know. Yeah. I'm Matt. Love you love uh, follow me at MattBerry06 on all the social on all the social media. If uh, last podcast is on the left, last podcast on the left is listening, please unblock me on Twitter. I don't know <laughs> why you blocked me. I've done nothing but praise you people. It's um, because they I, I think it's because you plugged our podcast. But I only plugged our podcast because we plugged, because we talked about them. I understand, but I think that it was like an overzealous intern. Yeah. Like we did a solid 20 minutes about how they're a huge inspiration for us getting into the game. And that's like exactly what I said in the tweet. And that got me blocked. (laughs) I guess. I guess that's what got you blocked. Yeah. Overzealous intern, I think, is the best way to put it. Either way, either way, I've met Ben Kissel twice and both times he treated me like a prince. So I'm not mad. I just 
<laughs> and I also flew on the same plane as Marcus Parks once. Didn't talk oh. to him. Wow. But, yeah, on the flight back from Dallas, uh, coming back from Thanksgiving. And he uh, and, and it landed safely. Yeah, no, he landed no, safely. No ghouls or ghosts floated above you. It, no, no, but he did leave some. Uh, he did leave some bones in the bathroom. Oh, of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Oh, and his wife was with him too. Well, they weren't married at the time, but you Carolina. know, Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Anyway. All right. MattBeery06. All the social medias. Follow me at Twitterfield on Twitter. At the Matt on Matt Pod on Twitter, email us at Matt on Matt Pod at gmail.com. Yes, Holla uh, at your boys. MattButterfield.net. MattButterfield.net. All right. Uh, See you next time. Adios, fuckers. <laughs>